Um, so, thank you so much. Okay, so this piece over here is a fascinating piece. This piece is from Nathan Vatswagel. Um, so he brings this Gemara Rosh Hashanah that, that the Gemara says that a person is only Nidin He's only needed according to what, what, what he is at the time. Um, not, be, he, he's needed on the present. Now, the actual Gemara, the Gemara there is discussing that the person is not needed on the future. The Gemara Shoshana in the, in the Bavli says that you see a person is needed on where he is now, not what's, what he's going to do in the future. But needed means what? He measured. He's going to be, uh-huh. he's going to be judged. So the Gemara says that um, it says by by Yishmol that the Bershom heard his plea by Shehu Shom. We met, we landed on the first Rosh Hashem. So the more wants to know what does the word by Shehu Shom mean. So more says that when Yishmol was ill, and uh, so Hagar was davening that davening to a Kaddish Baruch uh, so the Bershom responded. The Malach Yeshari said that, that you shouldn't res- you shouldn't say Ishmael because at some point in the future the Ishmaelim are going to kill the Jews. The more brings the whole story of how that happens. Mm-hmm. So Bershom said back to the Malachim, "What is he now? A tzaddik or a rush? He said he's a tzaddik. So Bershom said, "I judge him where he is now, not based on what he's going to, what's going to happen in the future. I share Husham where he is now." So the person is only judged according to where, where, where he is now, not in the future. That's the, the, the Bavli. Now, the Yushalmi has a parallel Gemara. The Yushalmi says that the person is only, which the Ben actually brings on the side of the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, that Yushalmi says that the person is not measured, not judged on what he did in the past. It says, Imzach Yasher Atah. If you were, if you were pure, if you are pure, so a person is judged with where he is now. So it comes like this: he's not judged in the past, according to the Yushalmi. He's not judged in the future, according to the Bavli. So what is he yet judged on? Right? He's judged on the present. So, so in this piece, he's just he's he's mushing together the, the past and the, the 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 past and the future. The two Gemaras is just both saying both Gemaras are saying the same thing. The person is only judged. Based on not, neither the past nor the future, but where he is now. So, how do we understand that idea? So, what are you being judged on exactly? In Rosh Hashanah, you're being judged. What exactly is judging about? The Bershom, the, the Psukim described how the Bershom brings back the memories, all of the things which, which people have done. So, it means you're judged on this whole heckle of, of events that you've done, lived through up to this point, not just where you are now. You're judged on the fast as well. So what does the more mean? The person is only judged according to his actions at that point in time. Um, the person doesn't aware of there's two parts to it. Parts to it. Etzim, al echad is etzim achet, the, the actual sin. Beis hagabra shoyis etzachet. Then there's, in other words, there's there's certain bears which are better than the which we understand. That, that what is done is done. Right? This, the, the money is stolen. 
the individual has been hurt, etc. So there is an impact which takes place right there. In the Ben on the Mokum there's a metaphysical impact. We don't necessarily see the impact, but there's an impact as well. And then there's the individual who did it. Roshana Donim is Adam. The judgment of Roshana is Eze Sug Gavrahu. Who are you? So where are you holding? We're not saying there aren't Averis. There are Averis. And Averis exist in the past and they have to be brought forward. But now we go to the individual. We say, these things happened. You were the one who did them in the past. But who are you now? If you're that same person who did it then, so then we're going to have to pull out those things and judge you on that. But if what you are now is different than what you were then. So that was done by Bob. You're, you're John. Now, the Russian does a, does a, uh, a, a, a very nice thing to us. Because we know that Rosh Hashanah, your mind shall his We know that Rosh Hashanah, two days where the, where the person feels very close to Kadosh Baruch so we grow in Rosh Hashanah. The moment of Shavu is like you're going into the Kaddish Kaddish. We feel like we're going, getting much closer to Kaddish Baruch Hu. Kaddish Baruch Hu mistakal ala adam a'echu ba'oisad regash ladin. So now the Russian like pulls us close and says, okay, where are you now? Oh, you're very close to me. Oh, very nice. <laughs> wow. Right? So he pulls us in and he judges us based on where we are at that point in time. Um, so Pasha, you have an opportunity. You, you, you weren't the biggest Sadiq last year. But forget about last year right now. It says, on Rosh Hashanah, what are you? If you're a person who your focus on Rosh Hashanah is being close to Kodesh Baruch and doing the Russian's will and, and seeing the Russian as, as, as the Melech and, and as the, the, the world Russian has a plan, that's where you see yourself in that picture. You're at Sadiq Gomer. And the Russian gives you the, the, he's, the inspiration of Rosh Hashanah to help you do that. So personally, you're not judged in the past, you're judged in the present. That's why we don't say because we're not talking about the things we messed up. We don't want to. That's going to, take, that's going to pull us back down. You know, you know I, was, I was a really messy, messed up guy. That's what you were. What are you right now? And that's not the time to talk about that. Right now, we're going to talk about what have you, where do you stand right now vis-a-vis you, what you see yourself as in your role is. Yeah, but I messed up. Please stop talking about yesterday. That's not what we're talking about right now. We're talking about now. Give Rosh Hashanah. You call Echad Yochel. Lama Livnei Hashem. Come and tell the Gomer. Lama Ni Beri Chadasha. Mukhalasos Koma. Because Baruch Hu Mavakit. Right now I'm ready to do whatever the Rosh Hashanah asked me. You know what? Yes. Yesterday I was a low life. That was yesterday. So. Um. He's going to say the same thought. He brings a few different. These were quotes of different like, t- points that Russell said different things over the years. So, 
So there's gonna be a lot of repetition. But we'll see, you know, there's different ways how he says it. It's the same idea basically. But it's a fascinating idea, right? That Russia, Russia gives life in packages of, of, of a year and time. That's the Kiddush of Russia. That's what we said in Russia. The Russian gives a, a, li- a year's worth of, of life. So the year's worth of life expires by Shkia. Then the merchant gives you a new packet of life. So you're not that guy. That guy's life package ended ten minutes ago. It's Shkia. Benish Moshe's say so whatever she to you right <laughs> right so that that day is over that that the life that the Russian gave for the year of, of Tavshin Pei Gimel is finished now there's a new life so you're not the, you're not that same person you look very similar because the Russian gives the life in the same the same body everything is but but it's a person like the person says you know he he went through a horrible you know. Uh, life-threatening illness, and they had a surgery, and he coded on the table. I feel like I have a new life. I'm a different person. I'm the same person I was, because that life ended. Well, that's exactly true. That's exactly what happened to Shoshana. So the person, by giving life in, in year packages, gives us a vehicle to reboot in a very significant way. It's very helpful, the rebooting, if you're not really a, hemsh- a continuation. Now, Russia recreates us in a, a fascinating way. He recreates us with all of the memories, etc. So we feel like we're the same person. And, you know, everything looks the same. Right? But reality is that that's not true. That's not how life works. So the, the, the Chuba process of Rosh Hashanah, different than the Sarasami Chuba and Yom Kippur, is the act of disconnecting from the past. And the act of Seeing what would you what, what would you like to be and who are you right now? That's what Shuba. The Rambam's lashon, the fasting lashon he has in in, in the Hilchus Shuba says that Shuba the, the person comes along says I need barrier. He says I'm a barrier chadash. I'm not that person who did that barrier. That's why the Rambam doesn't punish you because you're not that person. So the concept of Shuba is that you're recreating yourself. Right? Judaism, we don't have the you know the. We're created, we're created again, not, not born again. We're created. Ah, that's what you're doing. <laughs> I thought you were reincarnation, reincarnation. But we're still saying, we're bringing it back up on Rosh Hashanah, right? Oh. Okay, so so Yoni's asking, and, and Sammy's asking, so so that's Rosh Hashanah, and then especially Mitzvah and Yom Kippur, like we're 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 al chet al chet al chet al chet al chet, Hashem lekbanu al nizal the dano doyfi, and you have these long lists of the chidor, like you know of every single vayra which is ever possible that a human being ever contemplated and did. We all we all did it. We did it all, right? You know, so. I, what I think is supposed to, what, what is supposed to be happening is so let's I think there's two two parts to it let's say emotionally leaving out you know the Judaism part of it 
a fellow lived a a a, a life of low morals. One day he says, "You know, that's not the life for me. I don't want that anymore. I want to live with this different person." And, and he rebrands himself. Right? He moves away from all of that stuff. He stops doing it. He moves to a different type of neighborhood. He settles down. He gets married. He has a family, etc. So that's his first. That's his first step. He's rebranding himself. Who am I? At some point in his life, he's going to have to confront the fact that there were things that he did wrong. And he has to correct them. He has to deal with them. Right? But that's not the first step. Because if he's going to do that, he's going to focus on that. He's going to fall apart. The first step is, you know what? That was yesterday. I, I, I messed up yesterday. I not, didn't mess up yesterday. I messed up yesterday with a capital M. That was yesterday. So therefore, since I messed up yesterday, let's mess up again today. That's not illogical. Right? No. Let's let's start over today as a different person. I'm sorry, sir, you can't do that because you're a really messed up guy. I am a messed up guy, but that was yesterday. Right? So that we have this conversation in our heads that you, we don't truly look at ourselves as being something new. And therefore, we, we end up being schlepped back into all that stuff because we don't believe that we're really new. So the first step is we're new. We're brand new. Right? And, and, and it's a new brand. The next step is... How are we going to set up our future, that the future should be better? And the third step is how we're going to go back and fix up the, what we did in the past. So I, I, I thought of a muscle. I, I mentioned this to you a long time ago. Uh, I mentioned, I think twice I mentioned already, uh, that the, the driveway companies, so when, I, when we were Buckram, uh, they think they still exist, but they're much less, I don't know, they're not, not as common anymore. So it used to be this idea that you know, if you wanted to get a, place, a car delivered from place A to place B, so instead of putting it on one of these, these, these uh, mobile parking lots, you know, these, you know, those big tractor trailers, you would get somebody to drive it. Right. So how did you get somebody to drive it? There was these companies were basically shut calling them. Right? So Bob needed a car to go from Cleveland to New York. Ellie Rangel needed to drive. A, needed a car to drive from Cleveland to New York, yeah, but it was mostly most of college students who were doing it, you know. And so, this company says, "Hey, Bob, we're going to find you somebody who's interested in driving your car." Then we go. To, they go to me and they say, "Listen, here, we charge Bob five hundred dollars for this. We're going to give you gas, money for tolls, money for the money for the gas that you need to get there. Here's a hundred bucks. Covers all the costs." Deliver the car. They make four hundred dollars on it. This guy gets his car delivered from place A to place B, and I get a car to drive. Everybody's happy. It was a good system. One time, I got a car to drive, and the car had four hundred miles on it. Four hundred miles. What happened was that there was, the, there was a dealer in Cleveland, who this fellow would get new cars from the dealer every few years, and he liked his dealer. He had moved moved to New York, but he still liked keeping his dealer in Cleveland. So the dealer had a new car for the fellow in New York, and he had to get it to him. So he used the driveway company to deliver it. The car came with 400 miles on it. Like, brand new car. Now, I don't know if it's still true or not, but then there was you know, the, the, the instructions were the first 100 miles of the car, you drive, you have to be supposed to drive it gently. Uh, you know, et cetera. Of course, myself and my friend that were driving, 
I was trying to drive it gently, and he was not interested at all. He was like, this is all exciting, it's a brand new car. And he's just like, vroom, you know. There's no, like, nice, you know, it's brand new, let's, let's treat it nicely. He was like, what are you talking about, man? I'm going to really enjoy it. So it was a nice car also. You know, some of the cars I got over the years were, like, you know, on the upper end. I, I, drove, a, I drove a Fleetwood Brome Cadillac from, from Cleveland to New, to, to, to New York to, 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 to Newark to the docks. So I drove it to the docks, and then it was being shipped actually to Sweden. The owner had moved to Sweden. I can't imagine there's a car, a Fleetwood Brome car in Sweden. It like, takes up the whole road, probably. <laughs> right? But I, so when I drove up to the, the docks, it was, I drove up to the docks, and I come up in this, and like as I drive in, like you see all the people, ooh. You walk into the office, oh, you're 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 the, you're the, you're, the, <laughs> you're just the, the delivery boy. You know, it's like yeah, it, it, no no special treatment over there. I pulled up, like you know, I was like, wow, it goes, oh, sir, you know, can I help you. Like, <laughs> so I'm driving this like tank through the streets of, of you know. Of, of, and we, we sat around in Brooklyn, we drove that to Newark the next day. It was like, oh my gosh, I was so scared something could happen to the car. 400 miles in the car. And you're supposed to treat it, the, the beginning of something which is new, you have to treat it special. You have to make sure that it's delicate still. It hasn't really m- melded well. So that's the thing in Sesame Chuba, we're more careful. We're Machman Pass Yisrael, brought down a lot of before you should Machman Pass Yisrael during Sesame Chuba. Certain hanhogas that we do, we go above and beyond. Am I going to be mocking apostles the whole year? So what's what's? It's, it's, I'm 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 bribing God, you know. I'm a good boy, you know. Uh-huh. And that's not what it means. The Bereshit gave us a new package of life. He gave us a year's a new year's worth of life, and then we have a few days to sort of like mold it. What are we going to do with it? How are we going to focus? So even as we focus on the on the past during the session of Yom Kippur. We don't lose the goal of Rosh Hashanah. The, the focus is the future. What am I going to do with this? The, the the purpose of the past is the impetus to say, don't mess up like you messed up yes, last last time. It's not to say, oh my gosh, you're a horrible person. Right? You know, it's because then you're going to focus on that. You're not going to use the time and the focus properly. So Benny Gordon says a fascinating thing. He says, we've spoken about this before, that What's the first step of a person's tshuva, a person who's going, going overall in the wrong direction? His first step is to correct himself. The charata, the, the pain of the mistakes, etc., that comes later. The first step is correct yourself. Put yourself on the right path. The person who's on the right path and he messed up one time, he doesn't need to put himself on the right path. He's on the right path. He just needs to look at what he did, feel the pain of what he did, and that'll be the impetus not to do it again. The person with his misyatsa will directly type told me the person is in the wrong path constantly. When they did the federal holiday share, I spoke about this a little bit. So Rasil Santos says that he gives a marshal. So Rasulma Hoffman, who was one of the Dali Bali Hadrach Achinuch Musar in Yerushalayim, sits over the marshal in Israeli form, right? So he says, the person leaves Yerushalayim on his way to Bnei Brak. Right, takes an hour to drive to Bnei Brak. You come out of Yerushalayim, you have to, you have to go right. He goes left. So he goes down, the, there, he goes down, he goes down, he goes down. He's driving for two hours. The next thing he knows, he's, he's in Mitzvah Ramon. And he says, where's Bnei Brak? He says, Bnei Brak. He says, I'm talking about Mitzvah Ramon. I'm talking about. 
איפה בני ברק? משוגע, מה אתה אומר? זה בצפון, אנחנו בדרום עכשיו, אנחנו בדרום He's going down. Yeah, right. <laughs> and now he's far down, but he's going up. Right? So the, the, the first stage is to turn the car around. That's much more important than saying, oh my gosh, I'm someone who's just winning. What does it help you? But you turn the car around, you're in the right direction. So Yisrael Salanta says that the Gemara says, more need of, Asakasha. You don't have to say that you did tshuva, means you've completed the process. They would have said, you've done tshuva. So a person didn't have error, he did tshuva, the person doesn't want him to die. The person didn't do tshuva, the person is okay, all bets are off. It doesn't say that. It says the person is doing tshuva. What does doing tshuva mean? You haven't finished the process. You're in the middle of the process. You're doing it. Right? That's enough to say the Russians and now I'll give you Chayim because you'll do good things with it. You're not there yet, but that's not the point. So the Russian gives the Chayim because he wants to see what we're going to do with it, not because he wants us to correct. The, the, the main goal is not to correct the mistakes of the past. The main goal is to do good things with this, which of course will be a correction of the mistakes in the past because you're going in a different direction. So the Bershon gives this package of Chayim. It's a brand new package. You're brand, you're brand new. So that helps us disconnect from what we've done in the past. The Bershon says, right now, my, my kid, be a good boy. Okay, now I'm a good boy. He says, okay. So now, what, now that you're a good boy, you see what you did last year, you don't want to do that again. What are you going to do to make sure that you don't do it again? What's the plan? So the main avoid is not the, the beating your breast and saying, oh, I feel horrible. The main is like saying, what am I going to do that this should be better? He says, Rosh Hashanah me'achlim l'cho Yehudah feel him ishu let's call Hashanah shi'ti kasev sifr and shalitikim gemur. The guy's a major mess. Let's over here, doesn't mean just that he's a jokester, but he's like... There's nothing serious about him. The guy is, doesn't take it. Yiddish gets serious. And you say, Are you kidding? That's the biggest joke, right? Calling this guy Tzadigomer is a joke. Right now, I'm, I'm in. I don't want to be tomorrow. I haven't figured out tomorrow yet. Right now, I'm in. Right now you're a tzaddik. 
What'll be the future? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Right, so the point of Bahamas Pasha is not to continue it. The point is, it's, it's recognized, you're not going you're not to continue it. But at this point in time, where it's a more sensitive time, you want to be more careful. And that shows that you're taking the, this process of redirecting yourself seriously. So then what you'll do in the Misa that we'll figure out, whether it be this or something else, whatever it is. But the point is, it's, this, it's, it's the beginning of driving the car. It's the beginning of a year. So you take that time more deliberately, more focused, more serious. So, because the crowd He joins the Sadi crowd. So, we're going to look at what you've done, but there's a judgment of who you are, and there's a judgment of what you've done. So that's what he said in the first piece. So we're, we're not negating the judgment of what you've done, but there's a more important judgment, a primary judgment, of who are you? That's what we're saying. And the who are you the, defines whether you deserve crime or not. Then the, there might be Einshim, and the Barsham will figure out the Einshim, etc. Um, Chal says it in the Lushan of, he says there's two Dinim on Rosh Hashanah. There's one dinner, is a person a Ben Adam Habar or not? That's the way he says it. Are you a person whose his world is the world of Ruchnius? That's that's your primary focus. You're Ben Adam Habar. How are you, what are going to happen to you in this year? What type of punishment you're going to get? What type of arrangement you're going to get, etc.? It depends who you are. You know, if, if we label you low life X, so we treat you a certain way. We, we label you tzaddik, we treat you a different way. And it might be possible that the person who's a low life gets a judgment of a very good year because Russia wants to pay off all of his exclusive in this world. And the person who's a tzaddik, Russia says, you know what, let him get a, have a hard year and expiate the punishment for all of his sins. So the, the, what the year's going to look like and how the person is going to deal with their is is the first depends on who are you, and that might worth you know work out in different ways. Not necessarily the corollary is because I government if you have a wonderful year, we don't see that that's necessarily, that's necessarily true. But but you're treated differently because if you're a better lam habo. So so he says that's that's the two two precautions. Person should be be relate to us as from the world of Chaim. We're Lebedeca people. It's this last point. Yisrael Santu says on that Gemara, Kanbash and Tshuva, he takes it a step further. What about a person who's not doing Tshuva yet? But he will do Tshuva. 
So now there's two ways that the Bershom will know he will do tshuva. One is because Bershom has the knowledge of the future. That doesn't, that's not taken into consideration. And there's another one where because the person of he, the, the path which he's put himself on, the natural result, will, concept will be the he'll do tshuva. That's also called oisin tshuva. No, he hasn't done tshuva yet. But if he's at least put himself on a road, that the result will be tshuva. Because that's the natural consequence of what he's doing. That's also called oisin tshuva. There's what to work with. Now, there's a person which, Alpidarek, what he's doing is never going to do tshuva. The person can intervene in the future and change his life. That's the person, I'm not going to reward, reward you for that. That's my business. You haven't set that up. But if the person set them up, so person says, you know what, this year, what am I going to do? I'm going to, I'm going to meet with a rabbi once a year, once a week, and, right, and see what I want to do with my life. He hasn't done anything. But he set up a system where there's a good chance he might change. That person is called the Oyster Shuva. And he's judged. So so takes this says, it says, it says uh, in a certain sense, Chaim and Mason, Chaim means that there's 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 the, the, when I talk to a guy and he doesn't respond to me, in a certain sense it's like there's nothing there's nobody there. If the other person responds, oh he's Lebedic, he's alive, he's so we use the word Chaim, says the person who is not responding at all for everything he's done, in that sense he's mace. He's dead to the world. Right? He's not responding to the stimuli. And there's a person which is respond, will, will respond. says, that's the Sifri Chaim and Sifri Mason. We write ourselves into the book. If we have set up a system where we will be responsive, not, not immediately, but over a period of time, we made ourselves alive. We're live people, right? The Morris says that you, know, you stick a you stick a, a needle into busser mace. It doesn't. Re, there's part of the body that it doesn't react. So that, there's busser mace. There's a body of busser mace over here. He's not, he's not reacting to anything. Nothing. Nothing shakes him up, right? That person is a mace. So he goes into the super mace. This person was a guy. He goes into the guy. So something says we write ourselves into the book. We did, just have to set ourselves up that our, that we were putting in place enough that the natural confluence of events we're going to change, we're going to grow. The motivation for that is Rosh Hashanah. When we stop and see what we like, we would like our lives to look like. Hopefully, we will at least put in place enough that that should be true. And then the person is Nikhta Vachaim. Fascinating piece from Rishon Salantis. Okay, gentlemen, I'm going to hold it here because I have a lot of pieces on me.